welcome back to Binge Minute. Binge Minute. I'm Chris. I'm Taylor. And this is the podcast where we go minute by minute through a movie to find the greatest minute in cinematic, cinematic history. I fucked that up. Uh, the movie we're going through is Moon, 2009, Sam Rockwell. This is Minute 4. Yes, and uh, a pretty good minute. Yeah. Pretty good minute. More, more world building than I thought. But a good minute. I have a feeling we're going to find more good minutes than bad minutes. It's hard to fuck up a minute, you know well, what I mean? I don't know. I don't you know. You can fuck up a minute in open mic, but it's hard to fuck up a minute in cinema. Oh, you can fuck up a minute in life. You can fuck up a minute in There's life. There's some real truth for you. <laughs> yeah, there. Whoa. Whoa. Is this a podcast or therapy? Whoa. Whoa. Uh, minute four, what did you think? So our, our predictions to begin with was he was going for a harvester. Yes. So uh, in minute three. Uh, which the, he he was on the way. Well, I thought there'd be a montage of him getting ready and stuff. There was a mini montage of him opening the door, getting the car, but he was next scene. They cut and he was in his spacesuit, baby. Mm-hmm. They didn't, the, the director was like, we don't give a shit about that. I'm starting to think that maybe Sam Rockwell for this film had a no nudity clause. Well, this is minute. <laughs> this is all right. Maybe this is just minute four. We do. It's hard to make. You're making big <laughs> you assumptions. You know what? I'm just I'm putting it out there. There's going to be no nudity. Well, we didn't make it to the harvester. He got into no. his car and he said something weird. He like I don't know who he was speaking to, but someone said chocolate, and he was like, ah, "I'm sweet enough." Who the fuck was that? Hot chocolate. You think you're sweet enough? I don't eat chocolate. You got all that in one minute of viewing? Well, it's the only speech <laughs> that occurred. Fair enough. Wow, I didn't pick that up. So who said it? Uh, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know if it was him or... Maybe, it... do you reckon it was uh, Gertie on inside? No, Maybe Gertie's like, like Gertie. I'm going to make you a hot chocolate while you're out doing harvesty, baby. I don't know if Gertie's that kind. <laughs> well, Gertie has no arms. And does look like a dentist spit sink. I have uh, I have determined. Second look, <laughs> spit sink. Uh, so in it in the shot, he uh, he's in his suit. He slowly steps out of the door, seals the door behind him, and then slowly climbs up into a rover, shimmies into it, and he's off. And then he drives off, and that's where the minute ended. Uh, sadly, no risky business, no dirty underpants. No. That would be amazing if that happened, but it didn't. It didn't, but that's okay. Um, but he did do, Gertie did do the monologue from uh, Jerry Maguire. That's true. <laughs> that's right. He's like, you complete me. And he was saying that to a, a cup on the sink. <laughs> <laughs> the cup was like, shut up. You had me at hello. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was quite an amazing bit of CGI that occurred. Uh, but, you know, he's definitely, by the scene, he's a working man. His suit was very dirty. That's right. But if I said one name, Taylor, what would you say in response? Okay. Jeremy Zinnemann. Hans Zinnemann. <laughs> Who's that? He's a a cinematic composer. He did the music for Pirates Caribbean. Really? Wow. Uh, Jeremy Zinnemann was the casting director of this. I feel like I know that name. Like, um, (laughs) don't say Hans Zinnemann. I feel like I know that (laughs) name. He was a director again, like Jeremy Bruckheimer. And don't say it's because of Jeremy (laughs) Bruckheimer. And Hans Zinnemann. And Hans Zinnemann. <laughs> Jeremy Zinnemann, the casting director, is Han, Jeremy Bruckheimer and Hans Zinnemann's love child. Ooh. Who loves uh, telling people what position they should play in theatre. <laughs> it's his favourite. It's his favourite. How do you become a casting director? I don't know. Uh, I assume you boss a lot of people around. Or you keep files on people. 
I feel like a casting director is a position that you never want to end up in. It's not like, I'm going to grow up and be a casting director. It's more like, know. I'm going to be a director. And they're like, you're not good enough for this. Uh, you you can choose the people in it. No way. I reckon Go casting. Go over there and choose the people in it. Casting director would be pretty fun, actually. Not in 2009. Yeah, yeah. Not, not in 2020, 2009. Anything after 2010, people cast themselves in these things. <laughs> Writers write these things with Brad Pitt in mind. Like, they knew Sam Rockwell was on, was attached to this when he was like, the person who wrote this was dreaming about it. He's like, Moon, Sam Rockwell. You reckon? Or yeah. is that just what you wanted? Of course. If I wrote anything, I'd be like, I'm writing this movie for Brad Pitt. And this is how, you know, because you've got, you got a character in mind. I think casting director would be uh, pretty cool. Uh, it'd be really satisfying to come across a new star or to make the perfect cast that people go, that was good casting. <laughs> do you ever reckon Do you ever reckon when a scene is goes really well, the director looks over the casting director and the casting director goes, yeah, like a thumbs up or something? <laughs> it's like, I did that. I hope so. I don't <laughs> and then, know. Maybe there's, a, there's a, like a love triangle between the director, the casting director, and the script writer. They all look at each other and goes, with our powers combined, Combine. this is... Oscar winning seed and like the actor's like what the fuck's happening <laughs> well that's a behind the scenes uh, moment in Hollywood let's hope that happens so what else uh, what yeah, else but happened that, that but not line. much happened in that to no, be honest no. he ran off got dressed well he didn't even run he was he was walking very slow and heavy for a moonwalk well, I feel like he's at the end of his three years no but I, I was I thought the moon would be more bouncy no, but I'm pretty sure the buildings have like, you know, have you watched any of this stuff? They have gravity devices and stuff. No, I guess How much so. sci-fi have you watched? A lot. <laughs> well, then you must know. I just wanted to bounce around, have you seen? You've seen Alien and all that? Yeah. They, they run from an alien. Like, do you make Alien yeah, would be such a crazy movie that they're like, whoa. It'd <laughs> <That'd> be great. <laughs> well, no, it'd be like... It would go for 10 minutes because they'd get catch. Like, I can't get friction on anything. (laughs) Well, the moon is notoriously bouncy. That's all I'm I'm saying. Yeah, I'm sure he bounces when he's outside. Or maybe they put weights like a diver. Mm, True. Maybe put little diver things in his booties. Little booties. Little booties. Uh, But yeah, that line, hot chocolate, you think you're sweet enough. I don't... Eat chocolate. Yep. What a, what a, I don't understand. I think it's just a basic, uh, it was just a fill in time. Something was going to be said. I think it's a fun way of saying he's a nice, he's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's got tickets on himself. Mm. Well, that, what would you say if you were like in charge of that line and you were writing the script? Well, you're like, oh, I got to fill a line in here that's not going to matter to the plot at all. I don't want to give too much away, just a little line. Maybe he's diabetic. He's like, I don't want fucking sugar. Uh, so what would you write? What do I write yeah, as he's write? getting into the rover? In the rover. Um, and be like, beep, 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 <laughs> wide load backing up. Oh. <laughs> What would you put? I would, uh, I'd plagiarize from uh, London. I'd be like, mind the gap. The <laughs> next stop is Piccadilly Square. Just a little gag. <laughs> Between you and Gertie? Me. No, not me and Gertie. No, I am the, I'm pretty sure the rover said it to him. No, I, I, I don't think so, but. Wait, I think we, didn't we agree that you were before you said Gertie didn't say it? Gertie didn't say it. Yeah, that's what no. I'm saying. I'm yeah, saying the rover go, said go, it. Go. I'm saying everything has a voice in this place. <laughs> Sorry, uh, it wasn't technically the only piece of dialogue. No, there was right, a last line. What, what did he say right at the right end? Right at the end, it said something like there was a woman's voice mm-hmm. uh, coming over maybe the radio as the moon rover was driving off. Uh, it says, searching for Little Richie. Ah, so Harvard, the harvester has got a name probably, Little Richie. Oh, I assumed it was a missing crew person. No, he's going to get the harvester. <laughs> 
which I'm pretty sure has a name, he's only on this base. One person. Mm. It's established. That was established know. in minute two or three or something that there's one person on this base. There can't be cracks, someone. The cracks are showing. <laughs> We're falling apart already. There's no cracks. Little Richie is the name of the harvester. That's what I'm going with. And he's named all these things. And I reckon that was a voice from uh, from the, the company from Earth. And he's checking in. Chris, what would you rate this minute? Out of uh, 60, I would rate this minute 34. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go do a, a 30. A 30? Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't uh, definitely not, not your favorite minute, but you didn't hate it. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. what do you think is going to happen in the next minute, Taylor? Well, we're going to hear the rest of whatever this uh, woman is saying over the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll find out. If Little Richie is a harvester, as you're very much believing it is. What else would it be? I don't know. Maybe it's a, maybe it's something else. Um, I'm going to say it's... Uh, I'm yeah, I'm going to say Little Richie is someone else on the general, in the general company or something. Oh, well, all right. He's gone missing. Okay. Uh, and so I reckon we'll hear the rest of that. He'll trundle off and uh, we'll finally see what we'll all be waiting for, which is this harvester. Um, You know, I still think my prediction, I think there's still there's time for Gertie to do a risky business uh, (laughs) thing, tribute. But I I think they're going to go and find Harvester, which is Little Richard or Little Richie. And I think um, I think there'll be no surprises there. Excellent. Oh, except I think there might be something wrong. But, you know, a minute doesn't go... One thing I've realized doing this is a minute goes very quickly. <laughs> it does. But a lot can happen in a minute. Mm. And then a lot cannot happen in a minute as well. Mm. So I so just feel like he's going to see, I'm going to, he's going to find the harvester. And I'd love to see a moment where something's wrong with the harvester. And he's like, oh, that shouldn't happen. Like an alien, you, like there's slime on it. I don't think that's going to happen. I reckon. No, no, Maybe it's a quick start. Oh, maybe he'll get a pang in his stomach and he'll take a pill. He'll take a pill? Yeah. <laughs> he's got to take his medicine. <laughs> Maybe he turns around and is like, ooh, wait a minute, I got a shit. <laughs> and he drives back to the base like, warm up the toilet seat, Gertie, I'm taking a big one. And Gertie's like, no, you're sweet enough. <laughs> and uh, then he goes back. Maybe that's what happens in the next minute, but I reckon he finds Harvester. Actually, cancel that. My prediction is we have a long drive sequence. A long drive? And you see landscapes of the moon. Ooh. That's right. And uh, every 10 meters is another robot in underpants <laughs> <laughs> sliding sliding with the uh, crystal ball from Risky Business. Uh, where can people find you, Chris? Uh, Chris Martin Comedian. Uh, that's my Facebook page. And also at Piss Farden for Instagram and Twitter. How about you, Taylor? If they want to they wanna g- listen to more about you, saying things. Taylor Edwards. Comedian on Instagram and Taylor Edwards on Facebook. But you and I are also directors of oh, Big, Big Fork, Fork Theatre, Theater. Brisbane's right. home of sketch and improv comedy. At the moment, we're taking a little break because of the pandemic, but we'll be back and you can find out uh, where our shows are uh, from our website, bigforktheatre.com or our Facebook page, Big Fork Theatre. So watch along. Minute five is next. Uh, please, if you've got any questions or you've been watching along, you've got, any, you've got some fun things that we've missed along the way or your own thoughts, uh, ctmartin77 at gmail.com I'm going to make us an email address <laughs> um, <laughs> Next week it's going to be a brand new, new email, email address, address. Get your questions in uh, Alright, thank you for watching The Binge, Binge minute. minute That was Minute 4 Stay tuned for Minute 5 Bye, Bye.